record at home nowadays. Zero in two hundred ninety. What they never win. They don't. What was the last big game A and M won? They won the overtime. Well, they beat Alabama in Alabama. They won. They won the. They won the LSU overtime. But I'm talking about. We brag about Kyle Field like twelve man. Never fair. Never. Like no. Welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. My name is David. We have got a very, very fun and a very, very sad podcast ahead of us today. We're going to get through it together. Dylan and I, he's actually sitting in my lap as we do this. (laughs) We've been close all day. Uh, Joining me in studio and on my lap, like uh, I just said, is Dylan Shivery. Uh, Hi, Dave. Hi. Thanks hey, buddy. for comforting me, consoling me. No, it's, it's, it's a tough weekend. It's a tough weekend. It was tough. My teams are down three quarterbacks total right now. Oh. Uh, I had two teams down three quarterbacks. Kind of Could, hard to do. Couldn't be me. I've got like five. Kind of hard to do. Um, <laughs> but I'm here. And I'm ready to talk about it. And uh, that's all I really want to say at this point. Well, I think I know somebody who has a little something else to say. And he's our good friend, KJ Ellis, live from Wisconsin. Dylan, I'm happy to be here with you. I, I, I decided to preemptively match our, our clothes today. I actually have my Roback hat here with me, too. I had a full, long sleeve gray shirt and a Roback hat. I was messing up my lighting, so I went without it. But uh, just as a show of support, I knew it was a tough weekend for you. Who's the third quarterback? I don't mean to belabor, but who am I forgetting? Uh, Hudson Card is uh, apparently out this week. Of course, for the folks at home who don't know, Hudson Card is the backup the to backup. Quinn Ewers at the University of Texas. I tweeted during the game kind of uh, frustratingly that Alabama can't beat Texas without knocking out its quarterback in the first quarter. I later followed that up with uh, – Alabama beat Texas by one while Texas was down one and a half quarterbacks. That half was Hudson Card, who was on one leg at the time. Turns out he uh, has a high ankle sprain. Those are the bad ones. And does not look good moving forward. Let me tell you this, Dylan. I was told this a long time ago, and it's something that I think about often. That's just the way the cards fall sometimes. I I don't have anything. <laughs> okay, uh, fair enough, Dave. Uh, yeah, it, it, it look we'll get to it. I'm sure it just wasn't a great weekend for me. Let the record show that um, the soundboard, the roadcaster, was still encircling backdrops. So I think I just played that. I'm trying to bust. I'm trying to come, Jessica Simpson. You did. <laughs> so it always plays though. Doesn't matter. No matter what scenario, there's there's a way to spin that to where it fits. Yeah. Um. I guess my, my, my only thought on it is at least they have Caleb Williams and uh, Jaquindon to rely on, right? Jaquindon averaging 15 yards a carry in Utah. Is he? How many carries? Two. Okay. That's <laughs> he got in. Uh, they, they absolutely obliterated uh, Utah State, I believe it was. Absolutely ran. Uh, Southern I mean, 70, Utah, I think. Southern Utah. 73 points. A little bit unbecoming of our friends in Utah, but that's fine. Not to derail, but I believe Southern Utah is now Southern Utah because they were formerly Dixie State University. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What? Nope. That is one of those things that I probably would have assumed was a glitch if I was just like clicking around on NCAA football, you know, and they're like pin mapping where the schools are as you select them. They've got Dixie State located in Ogden, Utah, or wherever it is near the border, and uh, or Logan. Um, yeah, didn't I didn't get that, but that's that's been their name. You know, Anyhow. I, got, I got a little bit of um, I've got an anecdote about that. I actually um, actually had a high school. I I did some. I had a few offers for golf. Oh, I didn't realize that. one of them was actually at Dick State. Really, <laughs> Dick? Where is Dick State? It's also in Utah. <laughs> okay, which is coincidental. Why didn't you go? Did you do it? It's just too like, far from home. Did you tour campus or anything? I did. Official visit? Yeah. Okay. I spent a lot of time there. Really? 
Yeah, it's a great, beautiful campus. It's elevation. <laughs> Rock yeah. formations everywhere. You can hit the ball farther up there. <laughs> you can, dude. You should yeah. have seen it. I was carrying it like 260. That's awesome. It was pretty good for a high school player. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good, man. Anyway, it didn't end up going. The rest we can hear history. more about the recruiting pitches from Dick State. <laughs> you decided to frat instead. Yeah, okay. I did. I respect it. They didn't it. have a good Greek program. Okay. Had a hazing problem. A bunch of them got kicked off. Damn. It's fucked up. A couple kids died. Can he... <laughs> anyway. Can we tell the good people where to find us on Thursdays? Because if they weren't with us last Thursday with the great Pete Blackburn, Ooh. They missed one of the all-time worst picking jobs by uh, one of the three of us. And somebody's on a little hot streak to start. Hey, by the way, you gave Dylan uh, the W on that Rams game. You probably heard about it by now. I fixed it. I didn't want I've, to say it. I anything. haven't, but I, I fixed hoping, it. I, I fixed hoping it. it was going to slide through. But a lot yeah. of people upset about that in the DMs. They're like, hey, don't give I'd, that fucker credit. That's what they said exactly. <laughs> not a good week. Not a good week of picking for your boy. Yeah, not good for me either. I think I might have beat you in the bad. I got the category. big boy stack, though, bitch. Yeah, I did not. Thanks, Mac Brown. <laughs> that was a fun live stream. One of our best. I, I was a little worried because we hadn't done it in a while coming out of the gate, but we were hot. Pete's, Pete's just a pro. We had Barrett on circling back today. Barrett's a pro. Those guys are just pro broadcasters. I could learn from them. I won't, but I could. Yeah. Just be who you are, Dave. I'm just going to be the very mid-podcaster you all know and love. <laughs> anyway, YouTube.com slash too much dip. Thursday night, 630. Uh, before this week's game, I believe, is Kansas City and the Chargers. Ooh. And this will actually be the first Amazon Prime game. I guess somehow NBC had last week's, and that threw me off. But we will get Herb Street and uh, Al Michaels Thursday night. Find out if my take that San Diego will be taking a – or L.A. Chargers will be taking a step back this year uh, rings true. Or will that be the worst take of the year? I think it's more the latter. But we'll find out. We will find out. So Dylan's got a tiny TV. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's true. Look. That was the takeaway from uh, Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. This is a Dylan-heavy segment right here. <clears throat> My TV that you saw on the live stream, and I took a little video of myself actually measuring the TV that I will pull out when appropriate. That sounds weird. Sure. Um, measurement? Never appropriate, sir. So that is an office slash kids' playroom. Jeez, how many square feet is that the room? The whole room is about uh, 12 by 12. It's not big. Uh, the TV is 42 inches, which feels very appropriate for the size of the room. 42 inches. You know, these, these cameras can play tricks. It looks very tiny. It's not. It's, it's very suitable. Some people were saying you had just mounted an iPad. Right. Is that true? I don't know of any 42-inch iPads, but if there were, then that would make more, Surely more sense. Surely someone's got one. Yeah. Uh, but really, this is this segment is actually called "All of Dylan's Quarterbacks Are Broken." Did you watch your quarterbacks get broken on that forty-two inch TV? Uh, no, I watched them on my. Uh, not to brag, we got a sixty-five in the living room. Jeez, what that set you back? <clears throat> I was reasonably priced. I dropped the last one, if you recall, shattered it. I had to purchase a new one, which set me back. However much sixty-five inch TVs cost. What did you do with a shattered TV? What does one do? Um. Actually, a listener reached out and says, hey, I live near you and I recycle uh, electronics. So he went and he came and picked it up. It was great. I was gonna, That's awesome. I was going to just toss it in the, to a dumpster. I don't know. What do you do with TV? Oh, no. Why? Don't publicly tell people that. Oh, I, I, I uh, like sit, sit in a line, like apparently flat screen TVs amongst other like large electronics. Uh, Madison, much like Austin, has very, I would say progressive thoughts when it comes to like recycling and whatnot. Like if I were to like leave my TV, cause as I mentioned, similarly, I'm broke in the move. Uh, if I would have left it on the curb, it would hit me with like a hundred dollar fine or some ridiculous what? thing like that trying to throw it in the trash. Like you have to take it to a place to get recycled. Huh? Did not know. Anyway, it, how do you has, feel about it now, buddy? It was properly recycled. Like I said, thanks huh. to uh, a, a very to kind, backer. thanks to a very kind listener of ours. Ooh, what if, Instead of recycling it, he just got the hard drive and extrapolated all your data. Uh, I don't know how much data is actually kept on a television. You'd be surprised, buddy. Okay. Maybe he did, and that's that's okay. I'm all right with that. So anyway, what up with your quarterbacks? <clears throat> Are we just going to get right into the Texas game? I mean, how are we doing this? Because I got yeah, a lot to say. Yeah, let's get that out of the way, if nothing else. Okay. 
Texas, Alabama. Texas, Alabama. Uh, the line moved all the way up to 21 and a half before yeah. kickoff. Turns out I was way off. And as I stated on Circling Back, <laughs> my dear friend Darren Ravel tweeted that 90, around 90%, 85 to 90% of money on all platforms uh, was on Alabama to cover the 21 and a half points. Uh, leading up to the game, I, I, I got some sneaky confidence in Texas, probably just due to the excitement of the game. You were horny for sports. I was horny for sports. And look, Texas absolutely balled out. I don't think anyone saw that game coming. The Texas defense that was abysmal last year. I mean, just downright terrible. We know what happened at home against Kansas. Just a terrible defense. I don't know if it's a, if Gary Patterson or just some, some fresh meat coming in. I don't know what it is, man. Same that thing. defense absolutely balled out. Uh, very impressed. A lot of good to take away from the game. A lot of good. You lose to number one Alabama by one single point on a last, you know, the last second field goal. That's something to hang your hat on. That's impressive. Actually, Texas moved into the top 25 after this loss, which is kind of wild. It is wild. A lot to take away from it. Uh, again, the defense, incredible. Don't know where that came from. Quinn Ewers. Quarter one was dicing the Alabama defense. He looked so good. He uh, delivered. He threw for 130 yards in the first quarter, and that's while two deep passes, one of them I think Worthy just kind of lost. He did. He couldn't track it. Was there? Another one he did drop in the end zone. Um, that was the moment where I was. This is before the injury. Obviously, I was like, well. That's going to be the thing. That's what loses them yeah. this game. And then later on in the first quarter, he hits another deep ball, or he hits his first deep ball to Worthy and makes a spectacular catch. A fantastic first quarter. Yeah. I. It's that's a, it, That was such a weird game that you're – me watching as a neutral observer who happened to be rooting for Alabama by 28 because that's what I said on this live stream. <laughs> I I was trying to think, like, what can I take away from this game? Like, ob like obviously, Quinn Ewers is good. The Texas defense is good. But the Bama team just was undisciplined. All the penalties. So, is, ba penalties. is, Bama, is Bama just a mid-SEC team now? Or is Texas that much improved? Bama, I think they're missing some offensive pieces. Their receivers are just not great. They need a they're Dick not, State transfer. They need someone to transfer in from Dick State. They're, they're, they, their receiving core is just not the Bama caliber that we're used to, I think. Uh, their lines of – I think they have some a couple of young guys on the offensive line. Uh, the Texas D-line played their dicks off. Yeah, the, Alabama's really, really good. But they're not as good, I think, as we're used to seeing in like the last you know three to five years good. But they're very, very good. Yeah, I got to give it, give it up to Bryce Young, who was very mid up until that fourth quarter. And that that play that sealed it where he still don't know how he eluded that that rush, although there was a very, very egregious hold that was missed. We, that, was still, that was a sick play. Man, the, the penalties were brought up already. Alabama, I, somewhere like 15 penalties, I think it was, which is like, – I think that was the most penalties they've had in like – Nick Saban's tenure or something like that. It was something ridiculous. A lot of penalties. Since his first year. Having said that, they missed several very key ones. That holding call on the Bryce Young scramble, he ran right by the scene of the crime, and it was blatant. Yeah, that wasn't like an interior play. That was right That there was bad. The and mm -hmm. the whole, like, what should have been safety situation, um, obviously in the end zone, was – the whole thing was just mucked up. I don't know what happened there. I don't know yeah. how you call uh, targeting roughing the passer on that. And replay show that Bryce Young's calf was very clearly down uh, before he kind of rolled over on that defensive tackle and threw the ball away. Should have been a safety. Well, hold on. Let me pause there real quick. So on that, that safety play, I guess the overarching theme is almost like, well, it was crazy, but they kind of got it right at the end. Like, I don't know why Joel Klatt or somebody in the booth or anybody at that moment wasn't screaming, you know, aside from, I think, Sheen and my group text, other group texts, that 
even if Bryce Young isn't down, which seemed to be all Joel Klatt was focused on or all the announcers were focused on is when you go back and look at it, it definitely wasn't targeting, definitely wasn't roughing the passer, and he wasn't down. But it definitely was intentional grounding, which yeah. intentional grounding from the end zone is a safety, and that, regardless of yeah. he's down. And, and that, that was very clear. And that wasn't flagged, and that's not reviewable. You can't review right. intentional grounding. You're telling me that a Correct. Big 12 crew think, screwed up? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I think that it's easy. I think when you're having the discussion of like, hey, how bad did they mess this up? I think the very immediate thing is like, well, they should have called intentional yeah. grounding. Like yeah. that never came up in discussion. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm glad that they didn't screw Texas over when they kind of got to the end of it uh, as bad as they potentially yeah. could have. But and you know. to be fair, within the context of this, I was one of the people who was like, I don't know if they got it wrong. Something it feels like something really bad for Alabama should have happened there, but I can't point to like a specific thing. It wasn't until after the game when all these like very clear screenshots of his calf being down. I was like, oh, they very clearly got the call wrong. Um, the worst thing about this, though, is that I mentioned Quinn Ewers absolutely balling out in the first quarter. Um, I wasn't a total believer in him until this game, but the way he he showed up and played as well as he did against that defense and that environment, I'm a total believer now. And it's just absolutely gut-wrenching that – he's going to miss like at least a month of football. I absolutely hate it. It's going to really, you know, slow down his development in Texas. If, if Texas, I mean, they got in that time frame, they have tech and they have in Lubbock, they have the OU game. Those are going to be tough games to win. I think they got it. They got a tough one this weekend, actually against UTSA. UTSA is no joke. Even if you're at full strength. And so it looks like Texas is going to play their third string quarterback, a local guy from Austin High. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? But a game that you should be proud of because Texas played so well. I'm like, this fucking sucks. And so I'm crushed. I am. I can't even hide it. I'm crushed. I'm upset. I don't know what else to say. A night game versus UTSA. I'm, yeah. Uh, it, Interesting. I'm kind of surprised looking at their schedule. Uh, something I mentioned last week with how boring the Big Ten schedule was at the beginning of the year, like Texas's schedule is almost backwards. Like no other conference is doing a schedule like this where you've got, you know, your biggest four games on your on your calendar really in week two, four, five, and six. Like I guess Oklahoma yeah. State's fairly strong, but like I, Baylor, you know, whatever. You can say what you want about Baylor, TCU, but in terms of rivalry and all of that, you've got Oklahoma on the road at Tech and Alabama in your first, like, five or six weeks. Like, for as weak as they talk about the conference yeah. being, regardless, like, that's just, you know, it sucks for Texas to be missing their quarterback at yeah. that time. I think with a, a healthy Quinn Ewers, I think Texas is definitely the favorite to win the conference. I feel that way. Oh, you look I don't know what Oklahoma strong. is yet, but – yeah. They they struggled first half. Uh, who did they even play? Kent State or something? Kent State. Kent State. Um, they turned it on the second half. But I think the way they played on Saturday, I think Texas would have been. I know this is like sour grapes, but I think Texas would have been the favorite to win the conference. Texas, with Quinn Ewers, I think beats Alabama by two touchdowns. That's what I believe. Okay. The way he was playing. It would have definitely been the offense completely changed when he was out of the game and Card was in. Um, you got to give Saban some Card time wasn't to make terrible, adjustments, though. though. Like Card wasn't as good as Quinn was, but Card wasn't garbage. Like it, it wasn't as if you were putting a walk on out there or anything the, like that. The size of the playbook shrunk, shrunk dramatically when Card went in. He can't make a lot of the throws that Quinn Ewers can make. And then when he gets hurt, it's like, all right, now what the? I mean, for Texas to have been there at the end like that was very impressive considering that card the number two quarterback was obviously very injured it sucks man he should have just like taken some perks rubbed some dirt on it got you know got out there thank you drew thank you dr drew Brees. hey so you mentioned the game in lubbock if if tech beats texas in a few weeks in lubbock will they rush the field yeah they will rush the field yeah I mean, if they beat Texas is ranked 21 now, they do that against the 25th ranked team. Who's uh, what conference is U of H in again? A very American? respectable one that produces great 
<laughs> athletes and better people. Houston's a good team. It's a right. good program. But who put this on the rundown? By the way, no. Um, yeah, to rush the field when they you knock off a, a, a non you know power five opponent, it's like that made no sense. Come on, well, guys. Yeah, and I saw somebody clapping back at you saying like oh, this is an, somebody said it was an improbable victory. I was like. You guys literally beat Houston last year. Wasn't Tech favored in the game? Tech was the favorite. It wasn't improbable <laughs> at all. And yeah. at home. And they should have won that game four times before the moment they did. I can buy into the thought of, like, it was an exciting finish, but they treated this like it was hitting a three-pointer at the buzzer in basketball. Like, this was, a, you know, a great way to end the game, but this wasn't, oh, my gosh, the most electric win you could ever imagine. We fought so hard. Like, Texas A&M and LSU that one year, you know, take yeah. away, like, the pageantry of the, the schools or whatnot. Non-conference opponent going six overtimes, everybody's exhausted, and they finally win on a big play. Like, that would have been a moment where you rush the field regardless of rank. This ain't it. It was funny. My, um, my, my tech friends were like, why are we doing this? They were – I mean, I'm in a couple group texts and like uh, one of them was just, you know, people, my buddies from high school were like, this is not good. Didn't realize that they do the preemptive goalpost takedown just so like. Yes, they do. So it wasn't like they pulled the goalposts down, which would have been just too much for me to handle. But yeah. Yeah. If, if you if you disparage Texas Tech on Twitter, you will get a. a replies from I saw a, that a, a, a myriad of, of characters most of which are just like anonymous Twitter accounts that have you know the Texas Tech logo as their avatar and it's like Red Raider fan 69 or whatever and Hell, like, that's a fucking dope handle if they've got that at one point I was I was arguing back and forth with someone that had just like a, a cactus Abby it was like that was actually my burner uh, some dude was like, uh, he was, he, I was going back and forth with him, and he's like, "Oh, how about the the homeless population in Austin?" Like, okay, what are we doing here? <laughs> Is this okay, really what we're going to talk about right now? <laughs> You've lost. Yeah, what about it though? You lost the argument if you're if you're bringing up homeless people in the city that I live in. <laughs> what about it though? <laughs> what do you think should be done? Well, they moved. They moved them out of the city. That, that was, um, you oh, know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think um, I will say something nice about them. I I really like Joey McGuire. I really like yes. head coach Joey McGuire, who learned how to coach, learned learned everything he knows from Dave Aranda at Baylor. Not it has been during his time at Cedar Hill. Definitely not during his time winning two or three state championships at Cedar Hill, home of the Longhorns, the other Longhorns, ironically. Right. No, he's a great coach. They're going to be fine. They're going to compete in a couple of years, if not this year. Texas at Texas Tech, I believe, is a 2-30 kickoff, which benefits Dennis Texas. Dennis time. Dentist time. In other words, that game's going to be like pulling teeth, <laughs> depending on who's starting for Texas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ooh, real quick, here. who, I guess, before we go there, let's do Nebraska. <laughs> I mentioned I don't know what Oklahoma is. Glancing at their schedule, you would think you get an idea next week when they play Nebraska. Historic rivalry, Big Eight rival. This game has been on everybody's. Uh, Calendar from those two fan bases since they planned it two or three years ago. It's like a an anniversary type game, and they fired their coach before the week of all of the events that go into it. You got to think not only did the loss um, have a lot to do with it and all of the other losses, but not waiting until later and firing him before this week has a lot more to do with how many boosters they're they're bringing in town for this Oklahoma game, uh, and them just you know ready for Scott Frost had to be fucking out of there. So when, when you get two Midwest teams like this together, you could completely throw out the record books and I don't care what happened, like who's coaching when, when these big eight rivals formerly get together, like you mentioned, it's going to be a loco one. He's so right. Record books. <laughs> That's my analysis. Record books. You're out of here. I honestly didn't watch any, uh, Nebraska, Georgia, Southern Georgia state. I believe it's Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Clay Helton. I followed it, and this is kind of a fun thing to do. I followed it exclusively through Twitter. Through Twitter, just – and every time I would see a Scott Frost tweet, I was like, all right, well, let's check in on the score. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Tough, man. He yeah. seems like a – he's a nice guy, right? Like, he's not an asshole. Or is he? I think he's uh, – I think he's an asshole. Is he? Okay. I think. He definitely has – 
like there's no part of me that would be shocked if he's not a complete red ass. Yeah, I have a, a and maybe who... not in a bad way, but maybe like in a uh, less less likable. Um, I'm gonna say Dan Henry, Dan Campbell way. Dan Henry is a Fox Four News or like. <laughs> I have a friend who used to work for him um, on the Nebraska football team and despises Scott Frost. Just blink once if it was Eugene. It's not. It's not no, Eugene's a <laughs> lobbyist. He's he's not in. No. He's a gooser. Yeah, he'll goose you. Well, is that Eugene with the good hair? Yeah. Yeah, that's Eugene with the good hair. Really Great does. head of hair on that guy. He does. Very solid. He does. Um, I guess uh, I could talk about, unless we got anything else in Nebraska. Quick. Go ahead, KJ. I do. Who do you think is going to be their head coach? Bo Pelini? Because <laughs> I have an idea. Um, all of the preliminary lists, not that I care so much Gary about who P. would be their head coach. Don't say Gary P. Urban Meyer. Except all of the lists lists Gary Patterson as it makes a lot of sense. However, Matt Campbell, uh, Iowa State's head coach, his name is up there. That seems eh. like somebody who st- stuck around one or two years too long because his name was up for a lot of big jobs. Not that Nebraska is not big, but Man. a lot bigger jobs. Uh, Nebraska last few years he decided to stick days? around. No, it's impossible to recruit to. Um, I would say yes, only because you've got a guaranteed sellout guaranteed invested like fan base with boosters and you're built into a conference that's about to just print money like the sec does like almost more money potentially with their new tv deal so the resources are there whether or not you can bring people to omaha who knows but i mean it's as big of a brand as any i would say like if if you think florida state's a big job then nebraska is man that would be such a wild move you have to really like corn the middle of, I mean, if you go from Iowa State to Nebraska, like that's your scene. It's corn. How's it go? <laughs> so it's, that was good. It's got the juice. Gary P's not taking the Nebraska job. I sure hope not, man. Gary he, P's taking Sark's job. The There's ju- already a coaching controversy, a brew in Austin, Texas. It, no, completely ignoring Dylan's neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Pete Kwiatkowski. Let's get him on the pod. Let's go. I'm no, just, he shouldn't. I'm gonna bring him some banana bread the, and be like, "What's up? Can mm-hmm. we get the the stripper monkey on?" Up? I don't. He's not a neighbor of mine. Okay, just the DC is. There was a a, a monkey that to, did take part in acts of pole dancing. Yeah, I almost sent y'all um, on Friday <laughs> night. Stripper monkey. Well, <laughs> he's doing something. On Friday night, it looked like Pete was burning the midnight oil. He had lights on uh, at like twelve thirty. I was like, oh, yeah, he's in there just Dude, scheming. You should have rolled over there with a couple of Vizzy Hard Seltzers with a Superfruit Acerola. Maybe a, cup of, maybe a cup of a thermos of Bing Bong. Hey, let's, hey, let's, man. let's get into this. Hey, I've got this podcast. We've been really checking out this Bama team. I think they've got some holes. Did you, you want to help you exploit them. You should have blitzed this guy. <laughs> That's Dorn, man. <laughs> Defense, defensive Dordinator. That was stupid. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> BYU Baylor wasn't good. Can we, talk, can we get to Texas A&M at some point? What? I mean, oh, they, yeah. they won was, That easily. was my next shift. They defeated App, App State. Oh, you didn't want You didn't see it. What happened? Did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, There's lost. no way they lost that game. They lost. Oh, yeah, shit. they lost to Appalachian State. That was another one to follow through Twitter, but I did flip it on, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, Jimbo, he's catching, he's catching heat. But, like, they don't have that many resources. So, like, I know. if you're A&M, it's they, not like you have – you can't recruit five stars. They should recruit better. Well, yeah, you got to wait till he gets good recruits in there, right? Like, they're still waiting on that that great class to get there, right? And you got to let him get his guys in there. This man. is, what, his fifth year at Texas A&M? Something like that? Four, yeah, you can't lose to App State at home. <sighs> can't. You can't do it. Where was the 12th man? They should have brought him in. Did you see the? Um, Should have. Did you see the video of the? Uh, I can't believe they. Dude, they gotta stop posting these videos. Yelp, yell yep. practice, midnight yell, whatever it's called. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's not. It is not right to judge that because that is like a comedian who's working on some new material, just seeing what's gonna play. It's not meant for public consumption yet. So therefore, you should not laugh at yet they the uh, cringeworthy yell YouTube leaders. channel. The official Texas oh, did they really? YouTube channel. Yeah, that's, okay. that's where well, people then, are pulling it from. That's and bad. since they own the video, they are furiously taking it down. They are like copyright left and right, bringing it. It's it's getting taken. That's down a big step for the them because they're acknowledging like, okay, 
like they, there was nothing bad. There wasn't anything problematic said, right? No, I mean he. They Other referred, than it sucked. Well, okay, while wearing overalls, they referred to Appalachian State as a bunch of hillbillies, which is really funny. Um, they're they're basically <laughs> just dunking point. on Appalachian State as a university, saying like, "Oh, you don't even know this is a real school or whatever this shit it was." But Oof. more than anything, those guys just look like complete doofuses. That that tradition I... boggles my mind. I would say um, Saturday basically put A&M squarely in the position to be like, you're one one embarrassing loss away or dropping two games you otherwise should have lost. Like if they lose to LSU this year and lose to Bama, like Jimbo's automatic hot seat at the end of the year. He won't get fired mid-year. They're not you – know, yeah. he's recruited too well for that to happen. But that puts him squarely on the hot seat. And then – you start wondering like if Gary Patterson stays in Texas, because as of right now, I don't see a job opening that fits Gary Patterson in the state of Texas. Like unless Sark bombs. And I don't think that's happening. Gary P's to Nebraska. Spav. Spav leaves Texas state. Okay. One and one. I don't, I don't think they have the resources to pay to move his statue from <laughs> Tarrant County what to Comal County. Can't confirm. Gary's or holding Hayes his own County, towel now. KJ. That's the sad part. It is he sad. needed a towel and a headset uh, carrier. How the mighty have um, Well, on A&M real quick, between them and Notre Dame, which fan base do you feel like is uh, waking up uh, more just completely like, what the F did we do? Because you've got 0-3 Notre Dame now. Granted, one's to Ohio State, but another's to Marshall. Also at home. 0-2. Wait, they played three games? 0-2. Oh, and two. Oh, and oh, okay. Two. Yeah, they they didn't play in uh, Dublin. That was well, Northwestern. I'm sorry. When when you looked at the at the score of that Ohio State game and how close it was for a lot of the game, it's like, oh shit, dude. Okay, Notre Dame actually uh, living up to some preseason hype. And man, I'm I'm trying to think who's worse. I think Notre Dame's handling it better. Although I'm basing this all on how Mike Gullick Jr. is handling it. Like that, I'm assuming he's the voice of the fan base. He's being very like introspective and like, okay, yeah, man. Like, look, being nice about it. A and M, I think at least at least Notre Dame has a first year head coach, and they lost God. their quarterback. And they lost their quarterback. A and M has Miami coming up, and then number ten Arkansas, mm. Mississippi State, and then Alabama. They could be two and four very easily. That Notre yeah. Dame backup was very really easy. bad. I felt bad. Like that, that final interception really was bad. was really bad. Um, on uh, AM, yeah, you were talking about th- like who they played and how they looked. So AM remained ranked after losing to App State at home. And I think the only way people are justifying this is that App State hung close with North Carolina. And so they're like, oh, well, App State's a decent team and they're decent. And they're led by country music artist Chase Bryce at quarterback. Like, they're giving App State credit in order to keep A&M in the rankings, which makes no fucking sense to me. Because Notre Dame's not ranked anymore. And they hung in there with Ohio State. Notre Dame's schedule is no joke. They got cap. I mean, that's historically them. I think, KJ, I saw this earlier. I think the drop from six to 24 was like an unprecedented, like, number of spaces to drop. Week over week. So, got it. Yeah. It's still Notre Dame must have been like 10 or something yeah. this week before they dropped out, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But in, in App State, like we're saying they're good because they hung with North Carolina. David, what was your big boy stack again this week? All right. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade at it's you, but it was UNC that like over. North Carolina is just defense, not that good. Their defense is atrocious. Yeah. They played Georgia State. Which, the other one. State. State. Yeah. Georgia State. And damn near lost to them. So yeah, it was bad. They had that game in hand. I, I just don't think using North Carolina to prop up uh, yeah. App State to prop up A&M makes sense to me. But anyways, I, I'm, I digress. Hey, it's That's good for enough. college football, man. We've got to keep them in the mix, keep them engaged. Uh, yeah, ooh, yeah, Notre Dame's got BYU in a couple weeks. I got Cal, UNC. Oh, there you go, Notre Dame, UNC. There's your fun. <laughs> That'll day. settle it all. That'll it really will. Anything um, on game day before we move over? No. Uh, I, I realized something. I don't think I actually like game day. I don't actually like watching it. it 
we talked about this a little bit that do you watch game day because it's quality or just because you don't want to miss out on what everybody on Twitter is talking about. And for me, it's definitely the latter because there was not, there's nothing on there outside of like seeing uh, what's his name? Glenn Powell that I cared about. I just wanted to see if Glenn Powell had personality. I don't know much about him outside of top. Game day is cool because of where they do it. It's cool to see different campuses and the students show up and the signs and all that. And every now and then they'll have a, a fun guest picker. That's it. The yeah, content th- is just like any other pregame show. Yeah, I agree. Did they add the concert this year? Is that new? Because they had Jack Harlow performing last week. I didn't see this week to so see if they had anybody. Oh, I don't know. I it was, mean, it was I Glenn was Powell didn't even that. catch that. Glenn Powell did Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> I also was not aware that... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Del Conte is doing the uh, Austin City Limits or whatever it is, Longhorn City Limits there in Austin. So they're like doing a full-fledged like concert on game days. That's been a Chris oh, Del Conte initiative. Flowrider was the uh, the post-game entertainment yeah. after the Alabama game. I don't hate it. Yeah, sick. Boots he's with got, the spurs. He's got haters, Dave. You know that. You had Josh Abbott for our game against Lamar. <laughs> you ain't met. <laughs> Doesn't seem like yet. a balance. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any McAfee thoughts? I thought it was a little – they don't have the chemistry yet. They were kind of just letting him cook, and they didn't really know how to react to him. Maybe it'll get better. He's got bits. You could see him wanting to do more bits, but he didn't want to max it all out week one. The, the other guys looked a little annoyed with him. I thought so, too. It, like, at one Good. point um, – I always forget his name. The guy from the, the Herbie. Ge- no, the guy from Georgia, David. Uh, oh, Pollock. Pollock. At one point, I was McAfee was just being his obnoxious self. Pollock was just looking at him like, "I have to deal with this motherfucker every week during college football season." Yeah, they're similar age. I imagine that. Uh, yeah, I I I would guarantee McAfee's the kind of guy where he's been big enough on his own. To where in environments like that, he's probably rolling in there a little bit more prima donna or a little bit more like, I need this, this, and this. Whereas the rest of them work as like a crew or a team where they have their roles. So I, I'm, I'll see, we'll see how that fits. I'm really not even happy that like I kind of expected this to happen because I don't think they announced this beforehand. But, I, you know, ever since he jumped off that RV at that Baylor game a year or two ago, I felt like they were like, yeah, we need more McAfee around here. It all goes back to Baylor, ruining everything. How bad was that game? Because BYU is hard to watch in general because they, you know, grind games out. But when you're watching it at midnight, yeah, it was really Baylor, bad. It was really bad because um, Jeff Grimes, who used to be at BYU, who's now calling plays at Baylor, his game plan was clearly like, we're gonna run the ball. And we're going to keep running it until their defense breaks down and we're going to pop a couple big runs. And it was effective at times, but in the fourth quarter, and it's like, it's like 1230 uh, central time and I'm watching it. You know, you've got the ball driving tie game with the chance to, to win the game essentially. And you're running, run, you're going run after run. And it doesn't bode well for the guy, the quarterback, Blake Shapin, who beat out, the kid who helped win you the Big 12 last year, Gary Bohannon, who's now at Florida University, South Florida. Yeah. Uh, he transferred because he lost the starting job. And now they've got Shapin back there who they – I don't know if they trust him. I don't know if he was compromised and we didn't know it, but they weren't letting him throw the ball. And that's kind of a key part of Baylor's offense and what will keep them uh, relevant in the Big 12. But it was ugly. You had Baylor's kicker missed an extra point. Missed a field goal. The BYU kicker missed a game-winning field goal in regulation, and then one in overtime. It was, it was horrendous. It was, it was one of those games where if if it had been like at a normal time, it would have been so bad that it was fun. But the fact that it was so bad, and I went to bed at one fifteen or one thirty, I was, I was just mad. I tried so hard to stay up, but I'd be, I started. I'm happy that you at, didn't at like eleven thirty. I just couldn't do it. I passed, I, I'm I passed happy you didn't waste so your hard. time. But Baylor, I don't know, man. They they look like a middle of the pack Big Twelve team, so I am now I am now tampering my uh, expectations. Okay, that's my real time analysis. Okay, 
Uh, anybody watch Florida? Florida, Kentucky? Uh, I did Florida not. Florida won. They were, they were 12th ranked overall. They're great. Florida's a fucking juggernaut. Respect them. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, KJ. Um, they did not win. Oh, oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should even act like I'm like trying to hate on Florida. It's just my annoyance with the stupidity of rankings. I need to stop looking at one them. Of, one of y'all uh, called it. One of y'all were like, is I, this I picked Florida? against them. Yeah, you, I think you said it on the stream. Like, They're coming in way too high after beating Utah, which was a good win, no doubt. But everybody was giving – like there was a lot of Heisman talk around uh, Richardson, Anthony Richardson, who I do like. Yeah. But, man, he came back down to earth in a big way. Yeah, it's it. Uh, it just means more in the SEC. Blah blah blah. Games are too hard, uh, and now Kentucky's like top ten, top eight, and so when Georgia beats them, they're like, look how stacked Georgia is. Like, I didn't need to see this to know that. Uh, not saying that Kentucky's not great or good, but you know, in my head, still fifteen to twenty in the nation. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got, except for hey USC. Still really, really fun to watch. Really fun. USC? Haven't checked in yet. Yeah. They, their offense is very, very good. Yeah. Their they, defense is very, very they're good. They're cooking. They remind me of like an old school, like I guess last decade, good Big 12 team. Like that has weapons everywhere. Uh, defense will give up some points on you. Maybe like an old Baylor team or like, I don't know, old tech team or something. But yeah, they were. Uh, keep an eye out on uh, the real year's OK State team. Real shame that. Caleb Williams left OU, you know. My God. To go play with the Bolitnikov winner? Must be nice. Mm-hmm. You know what else must be nice? Mm, getting your beak wet with DraftKings? That's exactly right. The football season has kicked off. Teams are celebrating their first wins of the season, while others are revisiting their game plan. Whether your team won or lost in week one, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a shot at an easy W New customers, all you have to do is bet $5 on any NFL wager and you will instantly receive $200 in free bets. That's right, DraftKings is giving all new customers $200 in free bets when they place any $5 or more wager on their football team of the cho- of their choosing. Plus, with same-game parlays, you can combine multiple bets from the same game to give yourself a shot at even bigger winnings all season long. For those in a state where sports betting is not yet available, don't forget about DraftKings Daily Fantasy where they've been innovating even more ways to win some cash this football season. DraftKings has been around for a while, so you know your funds are safe and can be withdrawn whenever or wherever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use promo code WASHED and receive $200 in free bets instantly when placing a $5 wager. That's promo code WASHED only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. See details in the show notes uh, for more. You want to just jump right into NFL? Let's, Let's do, do it. it, Dave. Dylan, man, uh, do you have anything really upsetting happen to you? Maybe last night? Uh, I did mention that my teams, two of them, lost three quarterbacks total. Looks like Dakota Prescott needs surgery on his throwing hand. Mm. Of course, that's long for Dak. <sighs> Yeah, an ugly game. Six to eight weeks. The Cowboys' defense looked pretty good. Looked good in the first half, kept him in it. Looked the, good, bend, bend, not break. The Cowboys' offense looked like they didn't want to be there, basically. It's almost like they got rid of their number one receiver for a fifth-round pick and um, let a couple key offensive linemen go. Um, right. It's almost like that. No, I didn't – this is what everybody was saying. Everybody was worried about the offense. People said the defense will probably be about where they were. Maybe they'll regress a little bit because they were so good last year. But the offense, a lot of people are um, patting themselves on the back because they called it because they were abysmal. It looked tough. And granted, that is a good defense. I think that's a good defense anyway. I sure hope so because they looked uh, they looked dominant, man. They and, did. Uh, Ended up biting him in the ass as uh, Dak in the fourth quarter uh, ligament issue. What did it? Was it break tear? No. All I, I saw was smoked it on a helmet. Jerry Jones, of all people, announced that he needs hand surgery. That's all. That's all I've seen. So he's expected to be out for a little bit. Six to eight. Six to eight weeks. He'll be out longer than Quinn. Six to eight weeks. Yeah, it's they're thinking bye week. 
after the bye week. <sighs> yeah, it's not good. I mean, honestly, Cooper Rush is a is a suitable backup. I mean, he was yeah. KJ. He was moving the ball as well as Dak was. I want that, I, that is facts. <laughs> and hey, man, if they're gonna if they're gonna pound it to Zeke like Jerry said they were, then maybe this isn't that big of a deal. I think doing that only wins you maybe six or seven games. But um, no, I want the Will Greer show. I want to say, let's oh, let's go QB with the three. Is he not QB? They re-signed him to the practice squad. I thought I maybe he's. I had no idea. I would rather see. I would rather see what a Will Greer has than a, a Cooper Rush because I'm already. I'm already saying, like, dude, the chances of them, like, treading water while he's out, uh, given, the, given the state of the O-line, it, it's bad. And the fact that they're running – I mean, how many of those receivers can you name? How long is Gallup out? Uh, he might be back they next week. They won't say. Okay. week or two, I, I mean, think. I can name Noah He Brown. got hurt in November. CD, of course. It is Noah, right? Yeah. Yeah, Noah There Brown. you go. Houston. Dennis Houston. Undrafted free agent. Sure, him too. Yeah, KJ, you're not familiar with his work? I can – I mean, I was going to say Tolbert. Fayoko. Not active for some reason. Your third well, but round – I'm saying as far as like other wide receivers, but uh, I don't know why he wasn't active. It It's insane. I don't know if there was – I don't know if they've released some kind of injury, but he was not active and he wasn't on the injury report. And that's your third round pick. So – the only team that has a loss of their next five games are the L.A. Rams. The defending Super Bowl However, champions. they do face all three of their division mates, which I don't know if you want to say that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, as they were all 1-0, commanders beating the Jaguars. Uh, you mm. know, didn't watch a ton of it. 1-0 Carson Wentz, enjoy it. The Giants sneaking out that win by going for two. Instead of uh, playing to go into overtime, love to see it. It's a good look for Brian Dable yeah. or Dabble Dable, whatever. Uh, and I owe a huge apology. I think I'm probably a year and a couple weeks overdue on this. But when Nick Sirianni got hired at, at, for by Philadelphia, I thought it was the biggest joke of all jokes. Um, not just because of like the Eric Bieniemy like ties to not getting a job. But for him, relative to any coach getting a job in that cycle, it's like, who the F is Nick Sirianni? And the dude has a plan. He may not be the best in press conferences, all-time worst intro press conference, if we remember. Um, but he at least has an identity of what he wants his teams to look like and do. And they've delivered on running the ball and running the ball and using Jalen freaking Hurts in a productive way. And bringing in AJ Brown and getting production out of him, like shouts to the Eagles. It is I, I don't know what Jordan Davis do. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, the Cowboys. I don't want to belabor it. I think moments like this uh, is, is when I'm happy that uh, Micah has to respect any uh, physical changes for the better that Mike McCarthy may have underwent. <laughs> Because otherwise, my brain would only be filled with what Mike would say about this game, starting with Mike McCarthy on the sideline. I was expecting but a voicemail from Micah. We do have to give Micah credit. He's hated Mike McCarthy since day one. Yeah. Since He's day gruff, one. Gruff McCarthy wolf. showed up with skins on the wall. And you can blame Jerry. You can blame anything you want. You can blame injuries. But last night looked like a team with no plan. That is true. That is true, and he is now calling plays with Kellen Moore, right? Like it's a, a collaborative effort. So I don't know. I I tend to go up to the top, like you mentioned, to the Jerry Jones suite, and that's why I have trouble getting mad at any coach, except for Garrett, because I think Garrett had some really, really good rosters that he did really nothing with. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good, and now does this buy McCarthy another year? I don't know. Does Sean Payton win that game last night? I don't think so. Not with that personnel. I don't think anybody does because they were outmatched. And Dak sucked before he even got injured. Dak missed so many throws. Like, yeah, he was bad. And he had two or three other balls that should have been intercepted or could have been at least. So. There was one he threw poorly that he can't even – you can't even blame on injury or anything. The one he threw behind Noah Brown while he's running. Yeah, like, that's – It was yeah, just that was all the around, one. like, junior high level technique, like – I was not a good quarterback. I am not even like 
going to bring it down to that level. But like at bare minimum, you understand that like the ball is going to end up where your feet are pointing or you're going to overcompensate tremendously. And wide receiver was running the same direction as him. And somehow he still threw it behind him. They're both running left and he still put it to the right of the receiver. It made no sense. And, that and he was, wasn't like under such duress to where like he was getting hit as he threw the ball. No, it was really, really embarrassing. That had big play potential too. Um, Dak might just be a dude who, if his if his line, like okay, so his stats last year under pressure, his completion rate, I don't know if it was the highest, but it was up there, very very high um, completion rate while pressured. Uh, it doesn't make any sense because he looked absolutely shook last night from like the get go, and I don't know if it, he didn't get enough reps in the preseason. I'm kind of a don't care about the preseason guy myself, famously, but. It, he looked deer in headlights a lot of times, and that's not good for your uh, your franchise quarterback, especially when uh, Connor McGovern goes down in the first quarter with a high ankle sprain, if not worse. I don't even know what it was, but he's out for a while. So not a good time in Dallas, but uh, shout out to the re- rest of the NFC East for going uh, 3-0. and I don't want to dive too much in the NFC West, but I did think it was notable that what we've all – not we, what we've all, but – What's been looked at as one of the stronger divisions over the last handful of years, Niners, Rams, and the, who am I missing, Cardinals, all looked very bad. Not only lost, but they all looked very, very bad. Um, the Broncos played tonight against the, I don't know why my brain's strong, but like the Seahawks for the first of, or I guess the third of three quarterback uh, reunion games because we also had Baker as, uh, as, as, as we're getting put in here, but yeah, I don't know if anything's going to change with how that shakes out. Why it matters is if you're a Cowboys fan or a Packers fan or a Niners fan, if the NFC West is down, that's tremendous news because the Vikings looked incredible under first-year coach Kevin O'Connell yesterday. Um, I don't know who else is going to look strong. Maybe Jameis and the Saints. Maybe the Bucks are for real. But, like, you can be bad and get into the playoffs this year if the NFC East isn't like serious. Yeah. That's my thought. That's uh, Um, that's facts, man. You want to talk about your boy Baker? Yeah. I mean, he got better. I added this note in here real quick, just to point out that Baker Mayfield and his Panthers lost to the Browns behind Jacoby Brissett. At home too. At home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously a game that he had circled on his calendar, I think Dave. You know, I'm not willing to say this is going to be a failure, but ugh, I don't know, man. This might be it for the Baker and Matt Rule combo. I was about to say, do either of those two return to Carolina next year? I think it's very unlikely. Hmm. Matt Rule. Maybe Matt Rule goes to Nebraska. That's a name you got to start thinking about. <laughs> Oh, God. That's not a terrible uh, thought. It's not a terrible thought. I hadn't thought about uh, NFL uh, candidates for that role. He could take uh, a year. Real He's quick the kind also, of guy who could do some analyst work, too, like on TV. He's really good on TV, so he would definitely be a take-a-year-off guy. Matt Rule? He's good. Put him, yeah, put on a trench coat and a backwards hat. Comedies featuring Ben Affleck at times. Okay. Um, that's just me saying he looks like Kevin Smith every he time does. I look that's at fair. him. Um, Lovey Smith playing to tie, questionable, uh, especially in a role where I assume he has more job security than whoever it was they fired after one year last year. Um, but, man, I feel like that's a team where you've got nothing to lose and every opportunity to get a win, but whatever. Um, and nobody cares, but I was going to throw Joe Flacco on the list of quarterbacks that played their former team. No, I as rightfully a, so again. Nobody cares. <laughs> hey, Flacco, man, come on. Uh, I watched the Texans Colts game because that was one of two games that it was on in my household. Um, and Davis Mills, not terrible, not great, but I think he's good enough. The Texans defense looks good. Jalen Petrie, uh, Lovey Smith, going like you just said, playing for the tie, like being cool with the tie. That is that's insane to me in a team that's not there's nothing expected from them. Most people think they're going to be one of the three worst teams in the AFC. 
dude, go set like a, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a culture defining moment, but like you saw what happened in New York. We talked about earlier when they went for mm-hmm. two, it, I don't know. I don't know how much to make of that. Like, you know, Hey, gets the team, you know, everybody together, you're going for it and you're creating a winning culture. Even, even if it backfires, it doesn't matter. But oh, I thought that was weak. I love I a mean, good week one time. The, the funny thing about it, if you're a Colts fan, is last year having a tie on the record is what fucked the Colts out of uh, playoffs because they ended up losing the game to the Jags at the end of the season, and they had a tie on their record, and that tie is what kept them half a game back of Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah. No. That sounds uh, right. Pittsburgh went to the playoffs, I think, and, and lost in the first round. All I know is bad. Carson Wentz was awful in that game. But, yeah. But, yeah, he, he got embarrassed by the Jags. And that kept what everybody was expecting to be a playoff team out of the playoffs and uh, sent Ben Roethlisberger into one more game in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Pittsburgh made the playoffs. So, yeah, anyhow, let's party. Good stuff. Time to party. Let's party. Uh, I don't know if y'all followed the Sergio Garcia storyline over the weekend but oh um, def- definitely totally you were all over it kj you're a golf guy you're a dimple head or whatever <laughs> i don't know what, what do you call guys like us man we just love the game uh so you remember he had that whole thing where he said i'm not gonna i'm gonna quit the dp world tour which is formerly the euro tour um because you know i don't feel the love blah 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 then he he went back on it this is after he went to live he's like no i'll, I'll play some dp events so he's in the bmw pga or uh, excuse me, the BMW uh, Wentworth, whatever it was. Um, he, uh, you know, what he told him before he arrived, right? He was like, "Hey, I told you I wasn't going to be there, but actually, I'm going to come." Okay. That, that's that's what oh, Sergio said, on, reportedly. Well, I guess exactly. Uh, <laughs> this is so. This is so Sergio. Shoot seventy six. What was his reason for, for Queen, withdrawing? Queen dies. Um, they cancel Friday. No, no, not related, by the way. I don't think she saw that scorecard and was, <laughs> that's what did her in. Right. But you know, I, you know, gotta check the check the timestamps on that. Um so he withdrew Thursday. I don't think he gave a reason. And uh pops up in uh, Austin on the field, Texas, <laughs> Alabama. Just, Wait, was this a PGA event? Uh I'm very confused. No. I have two. I said it was PGA. But it was the BMW event. It's a DP World Tour in, event. Okay. Yeah, in Europe somewhere. But uh, yeah, whatever DP stands for. I don't. I genuinely dude. Do perfect. Right They're doing golf now. Was there also a PGA? But Shane Lowry won. Was there also a PGA event over the weekend? Oh, you know what? No. Confusingly, BMW PGA the Championship. Title? The PGA European Tour is an organization. Whatever. Fuck off, Dave. Um, all that matters is Sergio's a dickhead. Uh, yeah. There were people, there were guys who were on the cusp of losing their card that had Sergio just, you know, not played the tournament, would have been in. <laughs> One of John Rahm's buddies. And it just looks really bad. Ah, no, F that. I don't owe y'all anything. To, but to bail to after, like, bail but after bail. one day. I, I agree, but like, I don't think that he should be like, ah, you know what? I really need to nut it out because uh, there's some other guys waiting to get their card. I guess I uh, like that. I kind of respect your it. train of thoughts. So I guess he, I respect how big of a, a dickhead he can be. Did he withdraw because just so he could show up to the Texas Alabama game and get sideline passes and all that? Is that why? I, I mean, I don't think he said that, but it sure seems like right. it. Yeah, he was. There. Which I get. You can't it was say lit. that it didn't factor in. The city was lit. <laughs> Um, Scheffler was there too. Scheffler was there, which he's been pretty firmly uh, anti-live. So I was wondering, wondering how that conversation went. Yeah, he hates those dirty lives. Ah. <laughs> word for it. Uh, what else? Oh, Nate Diaz. Shout out to Nate Diaz. Defeats Tony Ferguson. UFC card. Yep, had to go on the lappy. I was dual monitor guy while Baylor BYU happened. That's sick. Probably his last fight in the USC. UFC, excuse me. Good fight. Tony Ferguson's washed. Nate's pretty much washed. Whatever. Those guys should have fought a long time ago. Decent card. Not great, but it happened. I'm very happy I was not aware that there were a bunch of other clown fights going on this weekend. Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell fought. 
Yeah, poorly marketed because I didn't know about it until uh, a former uh, former goat Adrian Peterson uh, was knocked out by Le'Veon Bell. Saw that <laughs> in a sentence. I don't think any he of us thought we'd utter. Caught him pretty good. Yeah, Swaggy P fought an actual fighter. Oh, he did he? Knocked out of the ring. Okay. I don't know who it was, but I'm fairly sure who he fought was an actual boxer. But yeah, took a shot and fell through the ropes. There's got to be another uh, way for these guys to have careers outside of like going and boxing because it's just so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, nobody I, wants to see AP knocked like they, out. Well, seriously. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, Child advocates, maybe. Oh, come Dylan, on. were you aware that uh, Roger Clemens? Gave birth to children, one of which who's currently pitching in the major leagues. Yeah, he played for the University of Texas. He's not. He does I not pitch. He does not pitch. Actually, the one I know of pitched because he got his first strikeout. He's an outfielder. Maybe he was a position player who was yeah. just pitching in that game. He's an outfielder, and he got he got to pitch because I think the game was out of hand, and he was just kind of just floating him up there. Uh, but yeah, he he caught Otani looking, and then. Uh, Signed the ball for him after the game, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I love those stories. And we got a little bit of it. I don't know what was said on the hot mic with Micah Parsons and Tom Brady, but anytime you get rookie, you know, or younger player and then bona fide, just absolute all-star and Otani deserves that same level of respect in the league. Like I don't hate the move. Like Luca, I believe got like doing a Jersey swap with LeBron and KD, like let those people live. Uh, Aaron Judge, 55 dingers on pace for 62 to 63, maybe a few more. But, you know, more importantly, baseball exists. You're tracking it for us, KJ. You're doing a a heck of a job. Playoffs pretty soon. I'm Hmm. sure. uh, There are a lot of rule changes. Can't defensive shift. Maybe we won't even fucking play playoffs. Ruining the game. Uh, What else? I think that covers everything. Uh, Whatever. I don't Nobody cares way, about Nick DeFreeze. Just want to say. Name, big, big deal. Is he related to Will DeFreeze? No. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. So. That's really no. the only reason I, I read the story, because it's Nick with a Y. <laughs> You're telling me there's a, a heartthrob F1 driver? Yeah, Is he hot? Point. Big for our short kings. Eh. Cool. I assume they're all short kings. They seem like it. He's all no right. George Russell, Russell, but he's a fucking good-looking dude. Is Dylan, it time? I think it's time. Let's run it back. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying out new voices for running back. Uh, the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Dylan's office TV is a surprising 42 inches. Quinn is a star. Dylan is sad. Sorry. Tech fans will reply when you go at them on the TL, even going after your city's homeless population. I mm, learned yeah, man. What are we going to do about that? Cooper Rush is our guy now, for better or worse. Micah has always hated Mike McCarthy. All credit goes to him. <laughs> Baker Mayfield still stinks. Chip on his shoulder gets even bigger. And finally, Dylan, I have a question. Hmm. Now that uh, football season is upon us, how much time you guys living with families and wives, how much time during the day on Saturday and Sunday are you allotted for football watching? KJ, I'll let you go first. Um, I have a rather busy few weeks ahead, including a trip back to Texas. So I've used all of those upcoming events as like full carte blanche is like Saturday, Sunday, the last couple of weeks, it's been four to six hours. I'm not sitting there, you know, in position watching that entire time, but it's on all day. Okay. So I'm at least watching one and a half full games worth, whatever that time okay. period is. Okay. Saturday all day. Yeah. I have, yeah. Alyssa had to run some errands in the afternoon. I stayed home with Rhodes. It was, it was great. I watched it up until the only other thing I watched that day was UFC, and I watched it concurrently with the Bear yeah. game. Sunday, and I don't really care about this because I can't sit down and just watch NFL football uh, all day. I yeah. think it's, it's just subpar, especially after a full day of doing college. It's yeah. the product is just subpar, in my opinion. Yeah. But it helped that I did a brunch. Uh, with the family, we did a little uh, dim sum brunch. Bought me some time. Watch probably why I watched Texans Colts because you know I didn't have anything else to do, and Alyssa was cool with it. So I watched that, and then did some stuff around the house, did yeah. some laundry, and then watched the Cowboy game. But I this can't tell you how much I don't like watching NFL all day. 
This dude's had two dim sum brunches in one calendar year. Nobody is doing. Yeah, that. you don't see that. Yeah, anywhere. from a guy who just learned what a dim sum brunch was on Dylan's bachelor party. <laughs> the reason I'm asking, I mean, Bay has been very cool, let me do my thing. Uh, but as you know, this is my first. Like, I haven't been married in a long time, right? This is my first college or football season as a. Well, I have been married before, but as a married man, it's been a while. I'm trying to like figure out like how much time does she get on a Saturday. You know, versus just looking back in front of a TV. We all complained about the 11 o'clock kick for that Texas and Alabama game. It worked out tremendously. Not only was the crowd still there and live, but having that to start that day, and then you could check in or not with any of the games the rest of the day and be okay with it and be completely done with college football as far as like dedicated watching. That was nice. And then you didn't have Cowboys until Sunday night. Yeah, I prefer to kind of have where I'm like, okay, I know what one big game I'm going to want to make sure I'm available for. If it's an SMU game or whatever, like whatever. And then I kind of just work around that. But I I don't have the luxury of being like, yeah, noon to 8 p.m. Locked in. Unless it's, you know, the witching hour, of course, on Sundays. That changes things. Okay. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Very cool. Valid question. That's right. Okay. Oh, we got Russ tonight, man. Oh, that's right. Is he going to cook? I hope he doesn't because I'm going against him in fantasy football, and it is close. Oh, I already took the L. Very cool. Team's going to suck. Thursday night, 6.30, youtube.com slash too much dip. Special guest. Go like, subscribe, put it on your calendar. Special guest who will be named while the show is airing. KJ, we haven't talked about it, but we got some stuff in the works. So just, just... Look out. Guess what? You crossed the economy. Benefits everybody. Oh, my God. Hurts nobody. The drops are back. It's been a minute since I've heard that one. See you Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.